Hello and welcome to Nessa Photos, the productivity podcast about starting what you finish and finishing what you start, and hopefully actually doing things at the same time. My name is Rosemary Orchard, and today, as always, joined by Scotty Jackson. Hey, Scotty, how are you? I'm great. Wow, that sounds awesome with all the starting and the finishing. I've been kind of putting all of those off, but uh, uh, yes. I mean, sound, sound, sounds like a great thing to aspire to. I'm, I'm here for that. Yeah, me too. Uh, speaking of which, thank you for being here. Um, if you're if you're new, hello, welcome. If you're not new, thanks for thanks for coming back. Um, and as always, if you want to find out more about the show, nestedfortrespodcast.com. And of course, if you love our shows and would like to support us, then you can find out more at nestedfortrespodcast.com slash unnested, where every month we give you a bonus episode where we get unnested and go all over the place. And it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. uh, but today, Scotty, what I wanted to talk to you about is this problem. I have it. Um, it was it was crystallized when I was talking actually in my mastermind group the other day of I can't start because I must finish. Like I, you know, I, I want to do a 20 minute yoga workout um, and I don't have 20 minutes, so I can't. I, I can't do any yoga mm. um, or, um, you know, I, I want, you know, I, I, I want to, you know, make a meal plan for the week. Well, I don't have enough time to like go and check everything that's in the fridge and the freezer um, and go through and make a full meal plan. So I'm just not going to do it. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, some of these things, you know, genuinely you do have to do start to finish. Like That's a genuine thing. Sure. But I think maybe a lot of these things aren't. Um, and we're kind of kidding ourselves about this because really it, it's a form of procrastination, isn't it? It's like, oh, no, I can't start it because I'm not going to finish it. And you know what? If I've got 10 minutes, I'm better off doing 10 minutes of yoga stretches, gentle yoga stretches, than I am of doing zero minutes of yoga in my day. Mm -hmm. Like a lot better. So, you know, I think this is a, a good thing for us to talk about because I'm sure I'm not the only person who procrastinates by saying, well, I'm not going to be able to finish it, so I'm not going to start it. Oh, totally. I, I mean, I completely agree. As as far as percents go, I have two favorites: zero and one hundred, depending on depending on context. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But but really, I think, uh, and when we were talking about this, the more I thought about it, is really what this is is um, projects masquerading as tasks, where mm -hmm. you you've got what you want to characterize in your mind as a a to do item or a task but the reality is that it's actually a stack of actions um that you could probably discreetly chunk out we've talked about chunking before i know um but this this one's a little bit a bit of a nuanced version of that where like you think you know one of my favorites is is, is cleaning the fridge um which um i tend to list on you know a to-do list is like clean fridge um which is True. Um, but I mean, the reality is that, like you said, I mean, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of real parts to that. I mean, I could be going through the fridge and figuring out, OK, what are all the things in here that are going bad? Or what are all the things in here that I'm never going to use? And how do I get rid of all those things? And then I've got to wipe down shelves and or or even break it down even further. I've got to wipe down shelf one, shelf two, shelf three. Um, and then I figure out, OK, well, that that's great. Now, what do I need in the fridge? And I need to make a grocery list and then I need to buy the groceries. So really clean fridge is a stack of a lot of things um, that I have somehow made this mental model of as accidentally being one thing. And then to your point, I know that that one thing is a big hairy thing and that gives me a really good reason to put it off and avoid it. So by trying to like really challenge myself to break things into just discrete parts, that's, that's the key to trying to, you know, get myself to start the things um, 
that I, because then I feel like that's a part that I can finish. And like, like you said, right. That's, that's what we want to get to is, is feeling like we can finish something uh, so that we can start it. And uh, so making that achievable, that's, that that's step one. Yes. Step one through 12. See, I did it again. (laughs) Yep. Step one is doing all of those things. Yeah. What, what I'm trying to do, um, I'm I'm trying to be more proactive about this um, when I'm putting things uh, or when I'm processing my inbox, actually, specifically. This is the step that I do it at because when I'm getting stuff into my inbox, sometimes I'll, I'll immediately go, oh, yeah, I can break this down. But a lot of the times I will um, now when I'm processing my inbox, instead of just going, yeah, 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 this goes in this project or, you know, stick it in this folder, whatever it is. Mm. And they're going, no. OK, let, let's let's break this down. Um I, I use OmniFocus, which has this fa- fabulous, um, you know, nesting, unlimited nesting, so I can nest all the way down, you know, like nested folders. It's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, and, um, you know, and the other thing that I am using as part of this is the autocomplete feature. So that I can say, hey, when I've done all these steps, that means that this thing is done and it's not there then with clean fridge or whatever it is staring me in the face. Um, it's just magically gone um because that that really helps me but when i'm there processing my inbox uh first of all um i am looking at okay how long do i think this is going to take because you know how long is a piece of string for one thing you know (laughs) if i'm just looking at a list of tasks and there's no time estimate on them then my brain will immediately go oh my god these things are pretty necessary i don't want to do that i'm gonna go just sit over here in a corner um and that's you know not helpful for me um so i'm adding time estimates to things um, and then secondly, I'm breaking it down and adding time estimates to the inside tasks and then reviewing my previous time estimate. Because as we all know, humans suck at estimating how long they need to do something. Mm. You know, ask my dad how long does it take him to drive from his house to Bristol and he'll tell you half an hour. Reality, 45 minutes, excluding traffic. Why? He just thinks it's half an hour. So he loses 15 minutes every time he does that. Um, mm. And fortunately, there's always 15 minutes of average before films at the cinema. Otherwise, I would have missed many, many, many sorts of films as a child. Um, but, you know, you, you need to, like, I, I've, I've found by doing this estimate, then breaking it down, estimating all those breakdowns, and then summing it back up again at the top, I'm doing, you know, I, I'm getting closer. I wouldn't say I'm right. I would just say it's more accurate you know if i estimate hey this thing's gonna take three hours um and then i you know i go through and break stuff down and i find actually this part of it takes half an hour this part of it takes an hour and then these two bits take 15 minutes oh that's two hours well that's a little bit easier to do and maybe i can do these in a different order so i can do the 15 minute one first because this brings me to something else that i am trying to do with some things it doesn't work with everything um but I set myself a two-minute timer, okay? And I'm using two minutes for this because two minutes is a lot easier to find than 20 minutes when you're short on time. And I will make myself tr- do something or prep for something for two minutes, okay? And you might think, two minutes. What can you really accomplish in two minutes? Well, guess what? <laughs> I can't empty, like, all of the dried laundry off of the hanging rack that hangs on to dry. But I can get all the socks off and pair them. And you know what? That's mm-hmm. part of putting the laundry away. So is it amazing? No, 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 no. This is not revolutionary at all. But in the grand scheme of Rose needs to put the laundry away, I put the socks away. That's a start. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's progress. Uh, progress is always a good thing. And I think 
you know, a lot of me is there going, yeah, you know, I would really, really, really like to just get all this stuff off the hanging rack, collapse it shut, you know, out of the way, perfect, done. But the other part of me is there going, yeah, but then you have to put everything away. And so I've actually found by breaking it into smaller sections, my brain balks a little bit less at the last step and doesn't go, got to put everything away. It's there going, okay, yeah, sure, put socks away. And this is something that then I mm-hmm. also feel like I can do much more easily when I need a quick break at work. It's like, okay, I need to stand up and do something else and let my brain think about this problem. I'll go put the socks away. Or I'll go, you know, fold things on on the right hand side or whatever it is. Um, and that that is, you know, that is a good start for me. And just saying, I will do this for two minutes. Um, obviously, assembling a bookcase for two minutes you're not going to manage to do that. So you're going to have to pick and choose your tasks with this. But equally, it might be that for those two minutes for the bookcase task, you go grab all the tools um, and you put them, you know, where where they need to be, be that next to the box of the bookcase or in the room that you're going to assemble it in or wherever. Um, but, you know, just finding some tiny little thing that can help you get the ball rolling can, can be really useful. Or back to the yoga, you know, two minutes of yoga stretches is Two minutes more than zero minutes. And Mm -hmm. if I only do those two minutes in a day, at least I've done two minutes. I mean, in binary math, the difference between zero and one is infinite. So Mm -hmm. there you go. I I think I have been starting to think about this and looking for uh, ways that I could actually deliberately practice this. Because I think that this is... um, This is a discrete skill. Being able to like look at a thing and figure out how I can break it down into component parts and then do those parts so that I can make progress on it instead of avoiding the thing. Um, And so I found two examples that will help me practice this. And the first one um, was uh, a Lego set that I recently got because I love building the Lego and I got um, the Lego Birds of Paradise um, botanical set, which is beautiful by the way. And I have it next to my Lego bonsai botanical set, which is also super beautiful. Um, but what I did in order to, um, think about component parts is I forced myself to stop because I had, I had the time set aside to, to build the set because it is joyful and I love it. Um, but I actually forced myself to stop so that I could think about here is a, here is an, an amount of work that I could do. Um, and here is a, here is a, here are logical sections that I could do about this. And that helped me sort of think about, um, if I had had to stop, um, now I can think about, you know, uh, having a, a mental model for, um, just practicing, looking at things, not as whole tasks or whole deliverables, but in their, in their parts, um, looking at Lego in parts is easier to do because it comes in parts. Um, <laughs> the, the, the other one is, um, and uh, hi, listener, if you're listening to this show, I bet you you have a productivity system. And I bet you at some point you have either done a weekly review or a bullet journal migration or some kind of productivity exercise. And I'll bet you that at some point in your life, you have written down as a to-do weekly review as like one line. But mm-hmm. I think that we also all know <laughs> that there are a lot of bits to that. Um, and so I have been practicing because that's the easiest thing for me to like avoid because it's hairy and ugly and challenges every part of my personal productivity system, right? It forces me to look at all of that stuff um, that I have put down in there and think about whether or not I have to keep it or what I need to move on, make decisions and so on. So I'm firing on admin. I'm firing on 
writing, I'm firing on thinking and deciding, all of those things get touched as part of a weekly review or migration or whatever. And so um, that is a really good one for me to practice doing a bit of. So, okay, I am going to triage inbox one. That's a bit. I'm going to look at last week's calendar. That's a bit. I'll look at next week's calendar. That's a bit. Um, I mean, you know, David Allen and the Getting Things Done methodology has a weekly review checklist. Each of those is ostensibly a, 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 a task or a bit. Um, or if you follow some sort of other uh, productivity um, system or, or machinations or, or, or what have you, um, I am certain that there is more than one you know, task in, in that. And so um, that is a great way for me to practice because um, like, like the yoga example, you know, five minutes or 10 minutes of me doing a review that I know in totality is probably going to take me, you know, an hour, maybe two. Um, 10 minutes doesn't feel like a lot when I look at it mathematically, um, but tactically, once I have accomplished 10 minutes of something, um, I can already feel like light in the shoulders. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think that those are two great examples for me that I can look at and say, here's how I can practice this um, looking at a, at a, um, a project that I used to think was a task <laughs> and treating it like a project and thinking about the bits about it uh, that I can accomplish in, in moments so that I'm, so I'm making those pro bits of progress. Yes. And I think that's the thing for me. A lot of the things that I think I've captured as a task Really, it's a project, um, mm -hmm. and 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 even even if you know theoretically you say Rose, you know, buying you know buying a couple of things from three different stores is not a, not a project. It's an errand, sure, but it's a bit of a project to find the time to go when all the shops are going to be open, and you know maybe doing the click and collect stuff as well as part of this. It's not just a case of buy soap. It's a case of oh, and I need to go to the supermarket. So what other things am I going to be doing now as well? Um, and figuring all of those steps out. And this might sound very strange. It's like, just go do the shopping. It's not that hard. And a lot of the time, I will just go do the shopping. But equally, I can end up ignoring this one particular thing on my shopping list for weeks and weeks and weeks until I actually run out of it. And it gets very inconvenient. But at the mm -hmm. same time, I've managed to buy six of some other thing because my brain said, it's on the list, but you definitely need it. And so, you know, having a little time to actually plan out these regular things as well has also made me look at it and go, okay, so, you know, I, I do this then. And then after this, mm, I've got this project that's been lurking for a while. You know what? I'm going to do like five minutes of this just before I go. Um, and what I ended up doing, one of the tasks on my, my task list, Scotty, and I feel super guilty about this, was recable my TV unit. Okay. Recable my TV unit. Okay. Take familiar. the things off the TV unit, pull out all the cables, run all the cables nice and neatly, wrap the cables with cable ties where, where needed um velcro ones to be clear um, because this way when i inevitably had to change things um it was easy to do um and and then put the tv back this was on my someday maybe list for a long time came to the top of my list very quickly when my tv went boop. um actually technically just the hdmi ports went boop. uh very inconvenient when you only use streaming to watch television very inconvenient. Um, and so I, I had to replace the TV. So I had to pull the TV off. And it took me what I thought was maybe going to be a couple of hours. Actually, in the end, it took me days to do. Because mm. I didn't just have to deal with that at the time. And it meant that I was living in a state of, oh, this thing's not finished. Oh, this thing's not finished. Um, and that, you know, that was very frustrating. 
seeing that literally every time I went to get a glass of water from my office, I had to walk through the living room where the TV unit was pulled forward, the cables were running around. But also every time I went to get a glass of water, I'd get a glass of water, drink some water, go like try and just tweak a little bit, drink a bit more water, refill the glass and then go back to work. And it only added a couple of minutes um, to, you know, my time away from the computer every time. But it gave me a sense of, well, you've at least done that little bit now. And what mm. I really should have done, what I really should have done was actually sat down in advance of all this and drawn out a plan for all of it. But, you know, that that doesn't necessarily happen. But when I realized that this was going to be a little bit more than just pull things out, put all the things back, I should have made a list of the things that I needed to, you know, run like cable wise, like connect up the Nintendo Wii, connect up the Nintendo Switch, connect up the Apple TV um, and, and so on and so forth, because then I would have known what steps I was getting closer to done on. Um, and that would have been really, really useful. Um, mm. And so hindsight being 2020, uh, I've actually written down now all the different parts of my TV units. So the next time I have to change something or want to change something out, it's much easier to do. And of course, this is now never going to happen again because um, I intend to <laughs> leave me well alone until that TV breaks. Mm. And the previous one was 12 years old. So I think I've got a while. There you go. I, I, I found that like one of the most insidious versions of the I can't start because I must finish is... Um, the task that is in fact just a task, but has this weird sort of like house of cards effect to it. Um, mm -hmm. So like by way of example, I recently had to like reschedule a meeting because of a conflict. Uh, and I had to reschedule this meeting with Tom and Anne. So I dutifully wrote down on my to-do list, reschedule a meeting with Tom and Anne because I have a conflict. Cool. But I was like avoiding that like the plague because... Um, subconsciously like not consciously not clarified and that's the problem here is that i also knew in the back of my mind that a tom and ann are both in different time zones than i am so that's going to be a huge back and forth like juggling act trying to figure out how we're going to reschedule that also i am rescheduling because the conflict had something to do with the project that Tom and Ann and I are going to talk about, which means that we're going to need to change that agenda a little bit. And I'm also going to need some new material for us to be discussing. And that material is material that I don't have yet. So, <laughs> yep. so the net yep. effect yep. of all this now, again, I'm, I am, I, I'm, I'm talking about this like a smart person now, because these are all things that I know now, but in the moment, all I knew was that I had rescheduled Tom and Ann meeting on my to-do list and I did not want to do it. I was avoiding it terribly. So I think, mm -hmm. I think the uh, the big key for me is remembering that like if there is a to-do list item or a task in my system and it seems simple, but I am not doing it, I need to try and figure out why. Like why, why don't I think I can do that? And then I can start to say, okay, well, if I don't think I can do that um, because X, Y, and Z... Well, now I can make new tasks in my system about X, Y, and Z, and I can start to make tasks about that. So I'm, I'm now doing like meta work about the work, but at least I'm making progress against what the end objective was, which was to get together with Tom and Ann and hash out what we're going to do about this project thing. So yes. I, I think it's these, I mean, and the, they're, these are the worst ones for me is the ones that they seem simple and clarified on my list. And yet, they are clearly not clarified enough because I am not doing them. And so that means that I, I need to think through why that might be, um, not just because of time constraint, but because of like a willingness constraint. Um, mm -hmm. That means that I am clearly ill-equipped 
to do the thing. Otherwise, I would do it um, unless it is of like absolute non-interest to me. But even still, like I can get to a point where I'm brain dead enough and I'm like, okay, well, I've got, I got three minutes. So what can I crack off here that I hate? And I can just do some admin stuff like, you know, firing off an email or whatever. Um, but it's really, it's really getting to the heart of understanding my, my procrastination, why I don't think I can finish. Yes. And I think that's the thing. Like you don't have to do this for all of the things, but when you notice that you keep avoiding doing a task and it's been there for a while, but it actually is important because that's the thing. Sometimes you don't start something Mm. because actually when it comes to it and you're looking at the things, you're just like, "Eh." you know, this is neither important nor interesting to me. Congratulations. You found something where the delete key is applicable because, (laughs) oh my gosh, is that a rarity? Um, So first of all, if you, if you can do that, give yourself a gold star. Um, And, procrastinating on something for so long that it's no longer relevant is um, a questionable technique. If you choose to employ it, well done. Um, You know, whatever works for you. Um, But I think, you know, that's the thing. Like, we have to be self-aware enough. um, And part of this is the review system and looking at metadata of these tasks. Um, You know, whether that be flipping back pages in your bullet journal to see the date that you first wrote this down or um, looking at the actual metadata in in an app that you use to say, hey, when when did I actually add this thing Um, is, you know, quite useful for you to be able to go, hmm, you know, I have actually been avoiding this for quite some time. Um, And the other thing that is a problem for me, Scotty, is sometimes I don't know what the end result looks like. Okay. Mm. Um, so, you know, the whole thing with a project is theoretically, you know, when it's done. Okay. And you know what it looks like. Well, I have a project on my desk this week, uh, on my desk this weekend. Literally, it is my desk. I'm going to, I've got a monitor arm um, and I'm going to be shuffling everything around and putting, you know, my monitor on monitor arm, laptop also on a monitor arm. Um, yes, trust me, it's a thing you can do. Um, and, um, you know, all sorts of um, rearrangement. But I don't actually know what this looks like. I'm I'm not quite mm. sure when this is going to be done. So this is a project that will not complete when all of its children are complete. Um, but instead, what I am doing is I'm just sitting down and I've just dumped out all things that I know that I need to do as part of this. Because that is definitely a problem for me. I don't know what finished looks like, so I'm not going to start. Um, and, and for me, this is, you know, another case of, yeah, well, you know, what do I know about this? You know, just write those things down. When I, mm-hmm. when I, when I, when I write down what I know, um, and I know what I know, um, then, you know, I can actually do something useful, um, with this information. Um, and so, you know, I, that, that is something else that I have been doing because yeah, it, sometimes, you know, these things, you know, they, they look benign, like plan, do the meal plan. Cool. Mm. What's actually involved in doing the meal plan? Like, first of all, check contents of fridge and freezer for any food that you have which may be about to expire secondly uh you know write this information down so that you can reference it whilst creating your meal plan and then you know make a meal plan with that information look at what gaps you have and fill that information in but you know then you realize that you've got sports on this day or something and you've only got a 20 minute window in which to cook and eat food so maybe you'll get takeaway pizza then or whatever it is and you know you have to shuffle all these things around it is not a simple uh Ta-da, blink at a piece of paper. I have a finished meal plan. Woohoo! Uh, mm-hmm. I wish. <laughs> I wish. Um, but, you know, being able to do that is, is you know, 
quite a useful skill, um, especially, you know, when I don't necessarily know what done looks like. And you know what, Scotty, for me, when I start my week, I don't actually know what the end of the week, what my meal plan for the end of the week looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, because um, I I do it when I shop and I shop on Thursdays usually. Um, so um, that that's, you know, that that's something that I have tried to become more aware about uh, within myself. That's a that's a really good point. And as someone who recently went through a desk redesign, uh, also, I can say that um, I, too, did not know what the outcome was going to look like. Um, But what I did then was give uh, was back up a step and say, okay, if I don't know what the product is going to be as a project, well, let me think about um, the feeling then as a project. And so I wrote Mm -hmm. down my desk will feel welcoming and give me a sense of command and control. Period. Underline. That so now that is my project. So now I I am less fussed about. Um, I mean, obviously there 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 you get into the tactical elements of okay, my monitor is going to go here and there. Four cables need to run there and so forth and so yeah. on. Um, but um, when I didn't know how to start um, because I didn't know the end state, I figured okay, if I don't know the state uh, of the desk, then let me think about the state of me and why this matters to me. And use that as sort of a an inspiration to get going. Um, and that really helped uh, because then it also gave me a lens of like, okay, if I place these things on my desk over here, does that contribute to my sense of command and control? Hmm, maybe not. Does it make a desk feel welcoming? Also no. Okay, then therefore that's wrong. Oh, now I've got a little evaluation system that'll help me, you know, move bits along bit by bit so that at least I know when one part is done, I can move on to the next one because I've you know, given myself a, a sense of evaluating, you know, the placement of, you know, each inbox or Lego set or keyboard or et cetera, et cetera. Yes. And I think this is the other thing as well, remembering the why behind the things, you know, so, okay, I, I need to do a 30 minute workout because um, I, I'm, you know, say for example, um, this is something I used to do, don't do anymore because I don't have an elliptical, uh, but I was, I was doing, um, you know, the, these 30 minute workouts on them. So it's like, okay, well, I need 30 minutes. And guess what? Uh, how many times in a week do I find a 30 minute window where I have the energy to do this and I am willing to do it um, and we'll be able to go and share afterwards because they were fairly intense. Mm, minimal. So mm. I ended up most of the time just not doing it and it, you know, in hindsight, what I would have been better off doing is, hey, I have 10 minutes. I'm going to go do some kind of exercise, like any kind of exercise. And of course, I no longer have an elliptical in my house because I moved um, and my parents <laughs> kept the elliptical, which, you know, it makes sense because I don't have space for it in my place. But I wish I had one. Mm. Um, but, you know, it just being able to go, OK, yeah. So how often do I actually manage to do this thing in the form that it currently is in in my task manager, especially if it's a recurring task? If the answer is never or very rarely, then <laughs> probably needs a little more flexibility about it. Um, mm. And this is something else, um, you know, a little bit of lateral and creative thinking can be useful in these situations going, OK, well, the project is to do A, whatever A is. But at the moment, I don't have the ability to do A for whatever reason. Okay. It could be that you don't have this other piece of information, Scotty, like, for example, rescheduling your meeting or something. Um, but what can I do to, you know, not just move this along, but also to, you know, set this up? So, for example, without having the information, you could send an email and say, hey, we need to reschedule this because of X. I'll let you know when I have more information because then at the very least, they know 
you know, it's going to be rescheduled. So you're not there going, well, the day of the meeting is taking closer and closer and closer. And I still don't have this information, Uh, you know, stressing Mm -hmm. out about that. Not suggesting that that's necessarily what you did. Um, but it, it it could happen. Um, and, you know, I, I found that being a bit creative about, you know, these things can be quite useful. So, for example, um, I had to pack my bag. I had a day in the office recently. It was very exciting. I really enjoyed it. It was lovely, mm. you know, collaboratively working with people um, and, and so on. But the first thing at the top of my packing list, Scotty, so stupid. I put the laptop first because laptops the most important, right? Can't work mm-hmm. without a laptop. Absolutely true. But you know how many times I skipped doing anything on that list because the laptop was there first? Hmm. Every day. Like, every day for ages. So what did I have to do last night after I packed my laptop? I had to run around looking for all the other things, which, I'll wait for it, could have gone in the bag weeks ago. Literally Hmm. weeks ago. Could have put everything else in there. Would have been fine. Did I? No. Spoiler for us, did not. Um, And so yesterday evening had to run around doing all that stuff. It's like, okay, this is this is bad. And then I realized that my list was incomplete as well. So uh, double whammy there. Um, but, it, you know, if if you shuffled the order of things, if you can do that, that, that could help. That's a, that's a really good, oh, I like that approach a lot. Um, the other one that I have done is sort of in, in concert with that, the sort of a um, last little kind of hacky bit from me is is give myself a bit of sense of momentum by thinking of something that I've already done that contributes mm-hmm. to this, write it down and then cross it off because mm-hmm. then I am reflecting on a, I'm appreciating that. Hey, look, look at me. I already actually have made some progress about this. Oh, wait, wait, wait. And since I did that, well, now I could go do this. So it, it helps um, me not just appreciate that I've already done some work about something, but it, but it might be a good signal for like what the next little bit could be that would make uh, some progress towards this thing that I'm avoiding. So, um, uh, so I like doing that. Um, it, it also gives me a sense of you know logging too. I've 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 enabled my own tracking of history by putting down this thing that I did. I've given myself a little spark of dopamine by saying hey, hey, hey check done, and then I'm also triggering um, maybe a sense of. Uh, of here, here's what could be next based on the reflection of this thing that I already did. Yes. Yeah. And, th- and that is, you know, that is a very good cheat. And I, I, I feel like we should encourage people to use this more because, um, you know, writing down something you've already done, checking it off. <laughs> gives sounds you a silly. Great sense of satisfaction. Um, but, you know, if, if, it, if that's what it takes to get the, I can't start this because I can't finish it. Remembering that actually you already started this can mm-hmm. be quite useful. Because I'm a completionist, Scotty. I love finishing things. Guess how many unfinished <laughs> projects I have? So well, many. You most are of them Rosemary are Richard, like so. zero to one percent completed because you know I kind of need to figure out what I'm going to do with them. Um, and so actually, um, I think uh, I'm, I'm, I've got an idea, Scotty. Um, this is mm. radical. I'm I'm going to write um, uh, a, a script for for my task manager, which uh, takes all of the items in the inbox and just adds <laughs> a subtask of figure out what steps are involved in this. And that's all it's going to do. And then I can check that off or I can add the other subtasks and, and check that one off. Uh, because then mm. I will have both started everything because I'll have figured out at least some of the other steps. Again, don't need to do all of it. Just need to do a little bit of it. Um, what you know about it at this point in time. 
um, bearing in mind that things can and will change. Uh, that's why I spent a chunk of today undoing some work that I did yesterday so that I can redo it in a different way tomorrow because I got new information and that's okay. Um, but, you know, sometimes you do need to, you know, two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward. Oh, look, hey, I'm done. Um, you know, that that can happen. But, you know, putting that, putting that in there, I, I'm going to try that. I think that that might be a, a nice little intersection of automation and productivity for me. Well, that, that's a really, and that, that harkens right back to our last episode too, about like the silent to-do list. And I think it's really easy for me to forget that like, sometimes I'm real proud of myself of like, oh, look at me, I'm following my own productivity principles. And there was a thing. And so I put it on my inbox. Look at me. Ho ho. I'm so on top of my life. But the reality is that every single thing that is in your inbox represents a thing to do. And then there is also the task about figuring out what that thing even is to your point. So hmm. they're like, so each inbox item is actually two inbox items. One is figuring out what that thing even is. And the other is then doing that thing. So, um, I, I think being aware of that, um, is, is a great way of, of remembering, uh, what an inbox even is and, uh, a great way to start making momentum about things though, too, because now you're not just, you don't have to worry about avoiding that nebulous thing that is in your inbox because you've given yourself a very, you know, easy task about, well, what even is this? And then you feel good when you check that off because now you're making progress towards doing the thing because you're defining the thing as part of doing the thing. Um, yes. Now, now be careful, of course, because um, then you fall into the trap of feeling like you're on top of the world because you've defined the 5,000 things that you were supposed to do last week. Um, you know, good for you, um, but you're also going to have to get those 5,000 things done. Um, mm -hmm. so, so, I mean, don't get, you know, caught in the swirl of, um, just working a system and not getting work done. Um, there's a balance to be struck there, but you know, when you find you're avoiding stuff because you think, you know, it has to go from beginning to end in one go, uh, that's a good way of, uh, getting a little bit of uh, movement forward about it. Yes. Um, and I think that's the thing, you know, it, it's all about moving the needle a little bit because a lot of the time our needles are staying at zero on a lot of these things because you don't think you can finish it and that's it it's that you don't think you fin can finish it it's not that you are completely incapable of finishing it with the right circumstances and you know materials assets whatever it is you absolutely can finish it but this is part of the thing about setting five-year goals and so on, Scotty. I have set five-year goals for myself a number of times recently and you know what? <laughs> Every single time, I should do it in a year. <laughs> which is kind mm. of amazing um and i you know i will say these were pro these probably should have been one year goals okay just for clarity they probably should have been but by setting them as goals to myself um for you know that period of time um you know i actually got them done and part of it is about going yes i'm actually going to do this i am capable of doing this um and sometimes you need to not admit but acknowledge that as the very first step mm-hmm very well said. All right. So I think that is the end of today's episode. So if you love this episode of Nested Folders, thank you. We, we appreciate you. Um, and you can, of course, find more episodes, as always, at nestedfolderspodcast.com, where you can also, you know, send them feedback and tell us you love us. Or if you prefer, you can do that on Twitter, Nested Folders. Um, and of course, you know, if you really, really loved us and go, wow, I want more, you can get a bonus episode every single month, um, access to an AMA and some, some other you know, little perks, um, going to nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested. Uh, Scotty, where can people find you on the internet? 
uh, I may be found on the internet at heyscottyj.com and also by that very same name on Twitter at heyscottyj. Rosemary Orchard, what about you? Where might you be found? Uh, I can be found at rosemaryorchard.com and of course on Twitter and micro.blog with the username Rosemary Orchard. Lovely. That was a, that was a great one, Rose. Thank you again uh, so much. And uh, we'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks. Goodbye.